Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. Pilate had Jesus severely flogged. He would have been stripped naked and bound to a short stone pillar, flogged with a scourge made of leather straps, small bits of bone, lead, or spikes embedded into the leather, which would have ripped into his flesh as he was lashed. After his flogging, he was handed over to the soldiers. They put him in a purple robe, and pressed a crown of thorns down on his head, which bit deeply into his flesh. They mocked him. Their mockery quickly turned physical as they beat him in the face, spit on him, struck him with a reed. Pilate brought him out and presented him to the mob, saying, Look, here is your king. They shouted, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him. Pilate asked them, Shall I crucify your king? And the high priests replied, We have no king except Caesar. And then Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. The Roman soldiers came and took Jesus into custody and led him away. They had peeled the robe off his bloody body, strapped the heavy cross beam to his back, which he carried for a while, but being too weak from the flogging to continue, the soldiers forced one Simon the Cyrenian, who had been coming in from the field, to carry Jesus' cross the rest of the way. His persecutors continued with him on the way to Golgotha to taunt him. But there were also those who loved him, his mourners, who were wailing for him. He turned to them, forgetting about his own pain and suffering, thinking of them and their coming suffering, he said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. Eventually they arrived at Calvary where he would be crucified. He was stripped again and his clothes were divided up four ways between the soldiers, but his tunic, which was woven from a single piece, was preserved whole, and they gambled for it. As the scripture says, they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Here, at the place of a skull, he was nailed to the cross. In the garden, he had objected that he was being taken like a criminal, and now he who is innocent is crucified between two malefactors, just as Isaiah had foretold that he would be numbered with the transgressors. They drove the nails through his hands. He prayed for them, that God would forgive them, that the Father would forgive them, saying they did not understand what they were doing. 
They lifted his body, nailed to the cross beam, and dropped it into the slot on the vertical member of the cross. They offered him wine mixed with gall, but he refused it. The soldiers kept guard over him. Later, they would testify of the very strange and mysterious happenings on this day. An inscription of the charge against him was affixed on the cross above his head, which read, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. The crucifixion took place near a busy road for maximum impact on the populace. And there were many passing by. The Jews vehemently hated Jesus. They thought he was a blasphemer, unclean, possessed of an evil spirit, that he wanted to defile their temple. They wagged their heads in derision and revile him with taunts and ridicule. There were actually three categories of mockery which resembled the three satanic temptations of Jesus when he was in the wilderness. This mockery is a return of Satan himself tormenting him while he's on the cross. He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified to his right and left also spoke abusively to him. But one of the thieves had a change of heart. And he called out to Jesus. Now this is a very intimate moment. A deeply intimate moment. It is the only time in the gospel, the only time that anyone ever uses Jesus' name with no other reverential qualification. The first person to be so familiar with Jesus is a convicted criminal who has never spoken to him before and also happens to be the last person on earth to speak to Christ before he dies. Remember me, Jesus. Today you will be with me in paradise. Beside those who hated him, jeering at him, there were also those who loved him standing nearby. There was a group of women who had been faithful to care for him and his ministry, now loving and adoring him as he suffered. They would also remain faithful to tend his lifeless body once the spirit had gone out of him. As Jesus hung on the cross, he looked down and he saw his mother standing there and the disciple, John, whom he loved so dearly. Seeing the woman who bore him, nursed him, and the disciple, whom he particularly loved, Jesus was moved to speak. He speaks first to his mother. The last we heard from her was at the wedding of Cana, where she said, do whatever he tells you. At the time he had said to her, it is not my hour. Now it is his hour. And he addresses her as he did in Cana, woman. This is an appropriate address from a man to a woman, but not from a son to a mother. But she is the woman of whom he tells the beloved disciple, Behold your mother. Beginning at noon for three hours, the sun held back its light, and there was a pall of darkness which covered the land. At the end of three hours, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, my God, My God, why have you forsaken me? They gave him sour wine, and he said, It is finished. 
And he cried out, saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And then he breathed his last and gave up the spirit. The earth shook, rocks split, tombs were opened, bodies of many dead saints came back to life, and God sent an angel to tear the massive curtain in the temple from the top to the bottom. They came to break his legs because he was already dead. They did not break his legs, but one of the soldiers took a spear, pierced his side, and blood and water flowed out, and they looked on him whom they pierced. And as the last Adam slept on the cross, the new creation was born from his side. And the centurion who had helped to kill him declared that he was innocent and truly God's son. And the women who loved him looked on from a distance. And a rich man, a disciple of Jesus, also a member of the Sanhedrin, Joseph of Arimathea, asked if he could have the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him the body. And he pulled the nails out and he took the dead weight of Jesus' bloody body down from the cross and he wrapped it in a linen cloth and he put it in his own tomb, which he had recently purchased. And then he rolled a large stone over the entrance while Mary Magdalene and the other Mary looked on. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.